0: It's time for shut up and sit down
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Para Probe, right here on OnlyFans. No, wait a minute. No, we're on OnlyFans yet. Uh, here we are sitting right now in our studios at 1490 WWPR in the Bradenton area, broadcasting through Tampa, Bradenton, Sarasota, North Korea, Cuba, China, Russia. Cuba,
2: definitely, apparently.
1: Definitely Cuba. <laughs> um, today's what, March? Uh, <coughs> is that actually correct this time? Nope, it's a lie. Oh, this is the 25th, in right? Yes, sir. All right, so March 25th on a Saturday afternoon. So right now you have me, Mr. Chance Hancock, sitting here at the mic live. i got my buddy next to me, Jesse J., and we have Mr. <coughs> – really?
2: Sorry. <laughs> were, you trying to,
1: were you trying to make a surprise and edit out his voice by coughing? No, let's Go. That? Okay, and we have Mr. RPG in studio with us. What's going on, man?
3: Yeah, boys. I am loving it. You two haven't stopped smiling since I got in here. <laughs>
1: that's because you showed up naked. We're we're pleasantly surprised.
3: Yes. Yeah. I got that Florida tan going, that's why.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's built like a Shetland pony. <laughs> yep, and so, it's not a farmer's tan either. That's right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we're going to be talking to him today about all things Bigfoot, ghosts, um, yeah, the Bigfoot conference that we're all going to be at. Uh, also, to a few a few other odds and end things we're going to be discussing you know on today's show. It's going to be pretty cool. What are you... Really?
2: The mouse is not working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you just forget how to do radio today? I mean, like you're over beating up the table and stuff.
2: And just give me like five minutes for the caffeine to kick in and we'll be good to go.
1: Okay, That's good. That's cool. All right. So anyways, uh, we're going to be interviewing him here in just a minute. But real quick, at the beginning of the show, we like to push out to everybody to make sure that you go back, check out all of our past shows. You can catch us on... Podbean, you can catch us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You should definitely go and do this. And the reason why is because we are some of the top dogs of paranormal. And I can prove this because I've had people from like all these different shows that have reached out to me for advice on how to make themselves better. And prime example, I'm talking about like Jason Hawes from Ghost Hunters. He called me one night and he said, dude, I got this show I'm about to do. What can I do to make it better? I said, Jason, shave the mullet. Bald is
0: beautiful. (laughs) Women love bald men.
1: (laughs) You know, and then I got a call later on down the line, you you know, later down the line. This is how much they respect me in the paranormal field. Mr. Zach Baggins called me and he said, look, I'm thinking about doing this show, but I'm trying to make it different. What can I do to make it stand out? And I said, look, Z Dog, that's what I call him. All his closest friends call him that. I said Z Dog. (laughs) I got no wait, I got two words for you, all right? Affliction shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Shh. Wear affliction
0: shirts. Two sizes.
1: (laughs) No, listen, you gotta quit interrupting here because people need to know this about us, man. (laughs) They need to know how important we are. All right? Affliction shirts, alright? Two 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 sizes too small, alright? Tongues hit the deck when you show the pecs, alright? You gotta wear the shirt too small. I wanna see enough bedazzlement on your jeans to make a chandelier in my kitchen, okay? And he did it, and look how successful they have been. And then moving on to, believe it or not, John Zappas, alright? John Zappas, alright? The godfather of paranormal investigations, Mr. John Zappas. He called me up one night in a panic. He was doing an investigation at this business. It was a candy shop known to be haunted. Well, little do people know he has an addiction to Skittles. He left with a jar of Skittles. The owners caught him on video. They were going to call the police and have him locked up. Would have ruined his career before it even got started. I said, Jay-Z, here's what you do, buddy. What you need to do is tell them the jar was haunted. It had an attachment. You took it with you to save their business. And... Bam. Haunted Collector.
2: I really wish.
1: Haunted Collector.
2: I really wish I would have known you were going to say Jay-Z. I would have had a Jay-Z song queued up. (laughs) (laughs) But then, but but it goes uh, further. The man in the studio with
1: us now. The man in the (laughs) studio with us now, right now. Mr. Ryan Golombeski. All right. He called me up one day and he said, dude, some people just cannot get my last name right. I'm like, bro, nobody can get your last name right. Go with RPG and he was like you know what that's a great name even though his middle name is jebediah but we put a p in there to make it stand out with rpg it makes you think of military makes you think of strength rpg and that's history folks that is how we if you want to roll the big dogs make sure you follow paraprobe because lord knows where we'll land you you'll land with your own show your own radio show maybe in jail it's possibility it's always there but we'll make you land somewhere Make sure you tune in to all the, all the past podcast shows that we've had. We have them everywhere. Go to iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, World Star Hip Hop, OnlyFans, and IMAX Theater Only. Make sure you check us out.
3: All right, so. You're ridiculous. <laughs> yes, I am. I didn't know I was going to be with the Forrest Gump of Paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, by the way. That was amazing.
1: My mama said these are my magic shoes. Oh I'll my God, we
2: totally watched that the other night. I forgot how long it was. And get this. So I'm. What, Tuesday, I'm going to Bayou Battery, Alabama. And it showed up in there. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, okay, now I understand why there's so many shrimp boats here. It's freaking forest gump, man. All from Graham Barrow,
1: just outside of Mobile.
2: The Jenny 1, Jenny 2.
1: <laughs> Alright, so anyways, we're gonna move on with our guest here before he gets too bored and leaves. So anyways, I checked out some of your other stuff. You know, yeah. I did check out your OnlyFans. I was really impressed with that. Woo. But I went and I did check out, you know what, actually, before we get into all your stuff, let's go ahead and talk about the conference first. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll put that out right at the beginning of the show here. So coming up on April 22nd, uh, is the the great florida bigfoot conference held in ocala florida so we'll let you roll on some of the info here
3: yeah uh, guys this is year three uh we have the most impressive lineup yet so far so like if you're really looking to learn from the best of the best in the biz like please come check it out it's at the world x the world equestrian center in ocala florida expo one doors open at nine you can get tickets right at the door it is uh I, i don't know how to explain it like When I used to work on Finding Bigfoot, one of the things I loved most about it was the fact that we got people to come forward with their stories. And when we started that, nobody wanted to come forward because the shame game is strong in America, you know? Oh, yeah. How dare you? How dare you talk about this in the woods? Mm -hmm. But by the end of it, we were turning people away. You know, yeah, and so now, when we have these big events and we 're talking thousands of people you 're going to be with your tribe, so like come on down and meet some people that you can actually go out in the woods with, you can get crazy at night, and you can stand before the wall of darkness, call to it, and ask for it to call back because let me tell you, we are the bravest of the brave. Or the craziest of the crazy, you know? It's a fine line. It is a <laughs> fine line between bravery,
1: crazy, and stupidity yeah. all
3: rolled into one. Bring an extra pair of underwear because it's yeah. going to get nuts out there. But, yeah, and listen, if you don't know who Ron Moorhead is, look him up. Sierra Sounds, arguably the greatest audio uh, recordings of all time um, for Bigfoot. It truly, if you, it, it's weird. That, that first time you stand in the woods... And you call out, and I don't care how big and jacked you are. When you hear one call back to you, you will get something that I like to call primal fear. Oh yeah! And, and you will understand you're you're the small man in the woods. You, know, you, you ain't you ain't the big man. And and Ron Moorhead, uh, he's one of the few people that go beyond. Most people, mm-hmm. uh, strange fact about parks, no one ever goes any more than a half mile off trail in parks.
2: Mm-hmm. Most people
3: never so now you have people like him who will actually go like really go yeah. and that's why he was able to find that that's why you know roger and bob were able to get what they were so and and he's old school cowboy he's like the kind of guy like who do you trust mm-hmm. who, who when they tell you a story that they saw bigfoot you know yeah that you actually go okay i believe that guy and he's one of those dudes you know like a real gentleman just like just like bob gimlin but then david played you want to have the crap scared out of you like <laughs> missing 411 i mean the first time i read that and i'm into this and i'm into the woods i'm like nope i'm never taking my kids to the woods again ever. <laughs> like ever you know but imagine that imagine being an investigator and you go to the parks and you're like yeah i just want to do this story in the parks and uh, kind of find out like how many missing persons they are and they're like we don't have a list of that what? and now it doesn't i don't even think it takes an investigative journalist to be like huh that's really that's weird odd. you yeah. say nobody's missing <laughs> that's
1: strange <laughs> that's
3: bizarre and then he goes okay well you know let me uh okay we'll get me a list they're like no so he's like, okay, well, I'll lawyer up. Really? Then. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they go, oh. And then suddenly, like, okay, but for 20 grand. 20 grand? Or some, it was some crazy number. And he's like, okay, there is, some, there is gold here to be mined. Dude, oh, yeah. when, they
1: when they want to charge you for something like that, free, that's ridiculous.
3: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. something with journalistic free speech, I forget the exact thing. But basically, yeah. he came back and said, no, give it to me. So they did. And that set him on this beautiful path of discovery where – like I said, once you get into it, all these major national parks, you're mm-hmm. going to see basically around the rim of the anus of the park, you are going to uh, see that's where all the disappearances happen. And a lot of these parks underneath it, not to deep dive too crazy, but there's usually large bodies of fresh water underneath.
1: Yes, yes. Especially like here in Florida with all the underwater springs we have, everything mm-hmm. else. Yep. You're fully aware of this.
3: You yep. know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so so just be careful when you're in the park. Stay close. Don't wear red coats. For some reason, people wearing red we're taken. Uh, don't be picking the berries, which they then like to blame on the bears. You know, the bear got him or away. But we're talking like, we're talking you and I here. Yeah. I turn around to go potty in the bushes. You guys just start talking and I'm gone. What? No noise. No nothing. Gone. Wow. So, whatever is out in those woods is uh, the ultimate apex predator, uh, which is something that I think we're silly about because we think we're the baddest. And
1: obviously, it doesn't yeah. want you screwing with his berries.
3: No, 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 <laughs> no. no. You don't touch my berries. That's their refrigerator. That's <laughs> yeah. like a natural pantry. I mean, out nobody there in the touches
1: woods. my berries but my wife.
3: So yeah. I get
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, boy. yeah. What? what? My strawberries I keep in the refrigerator. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's always Mind
3: Out. Mind Out <laughs> uh, And listen, we're also gonna have Ronnie LeBlanc who's uh it, when I, yeah, I was on yeah. Expedition Bigfoot, um, mm-hmm. I got sick, as you probably all know. Yep. Uh you know, the, the best point of my life, I was having my family, uh, my career was taken off, everything, and then the one time my body fails me. And they replaced me with Ronnie. And you know, you wanna hate someone, you really do. You wanna be like, ah but the world is full of so much divide. You know what I mean? It's so hard for me to hate. I, I'm sorry, you know? See, you're not like me and Jesse. We'd
1: be sitting on the couch going, I hope Bigfoot eats him."
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> no,
1: no, I tried. I tried. I tried. said, so I hope but he no, goes to the he is the a berries. good guy. He is a good guy. No,
3: he's yeah. amazing. I yeah. met him and his a big family man. And like literally the first time we met, we embraced. And I was like, okay, okay. And that's why I always face your fears, yeah. you know? And there was a fear of of liking him, really, because yeah. he, I didn't want to, you know? <laughs> And uh, but he's awesome, and he's an author, well traveled, uh, just you know, a wealth of information. And then, of course, at the top of this beautiful pyramid of paranormal is uh, Jeff Meldrum. So when you have, I some, can't wait to talk to him, oh, dude. Someone yeah. in academia that actually sides with us, that actually like, exactly. legitimizes mm-hmm. our craft. You know, takes away a little of that shame game that's all over it. Oh yeah. Um, and he's he's a wonderful man too. Awesome. You, he will sit and he will talk to you and he will educate you, and you might fall asleep because there's so much information going out of his mouth at one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, these are like the. Uh, the I the not know what
1: happened. I took a nap, but now I know everything about Bigfoot.
3: Osmosis it's is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, the lineup's awesome. And Gather Up Events, which puts this on, you know, they mm-hmm. are. How do I explain? Like, how long have we known each other? Two minutes? I feel yeah. like I'm home with you guys. You guys are just oh, yeah. rad. I, that's the way I feel with them. I will do anything for Dude, Martin and Nikki. Like, as
1: soon as you got like out of your vehicle, there in the parking lot, and we just <laughs> we just kind of like just hit it off like bros hanging out, yep, you know. Yep. And we've been just talking, shooting the breeze, you know. I could definitely see us besides the show and the conference actually hanging out together and doing stuff. Absolutely, yeah,
3: yeah. absolutely. If yeah, only yeah. my damn kids weren't in the way. <laughs> so
2: yeah. much responsibility. I, same, same. Yeah, I got yeah, a four-year-old yeah. and I, I mean, it's, oh yeah.
3: It's a lot of responsibility, but it's worth it. Like you said, it's totally worth it, man. Yep, greatest adventure of my life, of all my adventures. And I didn't want kids. Terrifying. I wanted to be a bachelor. Oh, ter- yeah. I, <laughs> I always feel like, am I a horrible dad? Did I did I yell a little too much today? You know, <laughs> like. Ugh. You know, and then you try to go to bed, and you wake up because you have the bad dream. Because you're like, I did, I did, I was, and you got to go in and hug them, and then it wakes them up, and then you're pissed that they're awake because it's too late at night, and you're like, Oh God, this process. You know, wow, like,
1: I really should not have started the chainsaw in the living room.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. wood carving is not good.
1: No, it's not. It's amazing though that you could tell your kids all day long to stop doing this, stop doing that. They don't listen at all. Crank up a chainsaw, you have their undivided attention.
3: Yep, it yep. works well. Yeah. The crazy part is they know how to start it. You're this like, is true. Who taught you that? Yeah, yeah. Then you're afraid to go to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah the i told you i wanted that cookie the conference is off the hook and that's the only way come be surrounded by people that believe what you believe make friends and just for even if it's just a moment in your life be surrounded by your tribe yeah absolutely, and, uh, and that's important for all of us you know
1: i am so looking forward to this you know this is going to be my first bigfoot conference ever Oh my of God. any type i mean i've been on bigfoot hunts and stuff like that yep. but this is the first you know like event that i've done bigfoot related
3: Aww, um, i'm stoked for it yeah my-, my
1: hometown is sarasota florida yep. so like i used to i even used to live out in Micah, you know, at a time like there are streets in sarasota that's like named after my family and stuff with multi-generations of my family are from here
0: nice
1: um and like they there there are some sightings of bigfoot like throughout my Family line, you know, people saying that they've seen it and so stuff. So, my, you know.
3: that has one of the best sightings ever. We actually oh, went yeah. back there. Uh, we did a film called The Skunk Ape Experiments, and we mm-hmm. went back because my boy, Stacy Brown, Jr., mm-hmm. took his crew down when there was a sighting in myaka And uh, you guys may have seen it. You know, it's running across the field. Mm-hmm. And, and, dude, Falconer, this guy, gentleman named Falconer was driving through every day because he did his commute through work. And he's like, I should have noticed it because for like weeks the buzzards were growing and growing. And then finally one day he's like, what the heck is going on? And he stops and of all these people watching this tall creature Mm -hmm. running through the grass, he was the only one that knew what it was because he was interested in the subject. And he grabbed this camera out of this woman's hand and he ran out there and he tried to capture it. And that's the footage you can see online. What people don't know, which is... A David Palladius scary kind of thing is when he got out there, okay. Mm -hmm. There was an area where this thing, which we believe was probably a juvenile, like kind of, you know, on a sabbatical away from the parents, living on his own for the first time, having a great time and Mm -hmm. and raising a little too much out, like heck out there. And, uh, and they found pigs, okay. Fresh, healthy pigs, but with one leg broken. So I ask you, why would, why would this creature break a leg on just one? Because, you Uh know?
1: Well usually they travel like in in groups and like that and especially like the the parents like they keep track of their offspring especially the females of like hogs stuff mm-hmm. like that. I could see them breaking it in order to attract the bigger ones to bring them in mm-hmm. using it as bait basically.
3: Bait and also it can't go anywhere. So now you've got food In the premises, and we're talking multiple pigs, not just one. Oh, okay, multiple. He basically had a food pantry out there. You know, these are his berries, and and and, and he was living the the high life until Stacy came out with his team, and they actually went out into the peninsula, which we then did. I I forget, like eight nine years later for our movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the beauty of it is, is listen, you can be so prepared for this, and 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 Red, you got the camera, you know, you keep turning the camera on when you're going with everything. Well, they went out. And even though they expected it to happen, they didn't. And that's all I can tell you. So don't beat yourself up too bad, no matter how pro you think you are, because it ran down the line. They did a fire line push in the woods, Mm -hmm. and it ran by all of them. And then one guy, our boy Bill Brock, was at the end. And if he would have just, instead of freezing, because, you know, fight, flight, or freeze when these things happen, instead of freezing, if he would have turned that camera on, he would have had the best footage since the Patterson-Gimlin film, and he missed it. And that's where we take you into our film, where we go back to hopefully get that footage. That's um, crazy. Yeah, yeah, but that's right in my That's yeah. right in that's in, in your backyard, son. Oh yeah, yeah. I had some friends. That <laughs> your were, woods.
1: I had some friends that were supposed to be doing a uh, a bigfoot type event out there at the Tatum House. And Tatum House is actually my family's history house.
3: Yep. Uh,
1: my my grandmother, her maiden name was Tatum. And so that house that they were doing the investigation at that area and everything is actually part of my family history. his house. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's my house. <laughs> I
3: did experimental paranormal technology in that house, which we can talk about if you want. And we got that oh. whole house to shake. We had orbs show up. We yeah. had all – okay, how about this? What did you do? Dude,
1: I, he does everything, everything I, from monster hunting, bigfoot you know, hunting. What did he do consuming. to make the
3: house shake? Okay, this is a nice deep dive, and we want to go right into – okay, my current theory – on what mostly we are all dealing with in haunted houses in the woods with bigfoot and everything okay there is a book called quantum paranormal by a man named patrick jackson now the the older i get the more i move away from traditional learning and i believe like everything almost we've ever been taught is a lie so Mm -hmm. just drop it get rid of it and you have to rebuild your knowledge base well my brother has a podcast called cosmic cantina josh golembeski great guy right Mm -hmm. um and on that they interviewed patrick jackson and the second he started talking it resonated with what my gut right Mm -hmm. you've got your brain your heart and your gut the first thing that develops in your body is the gut you actually have brain cells in your gut so when people say trust your gut it's because it is your deepest rooted source and, and our culture moves us yes. as far away from that as possible so they can keep us dumb and ignorant i'm not going to go down the hole but so when you begin to trust your gut again, the universe starts to guide you. And so anyway, I, I, I reach out to this guy and I start working with him. What he has figured out, okay? So we're brought up on movies where everything's big, big mm-hmm. ships, big aliens, big everything. So oh, yeah. that's what we're waiting for. But that's not how nature works. Nature speaks in subtleties. And so what the the UFO's little cousin, little brother, little whatever, if you go back, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Foo Fighters, right? Oh, yeah. They were captured on film. You know, Not just the band, everyone, which is another way to cover it up, but also another way to attention about it (laughs) this is true but these spheres okay these orbs they're real and they're everywhere and they're in haunted houses so just just buckle in for a sec everyone and just be open-minded to what we could possibly be dealing with is an ancient advanced technology right now we have drones where if you if we didn't tell you we could do a drone display in the sky and you'd think god was landing oh absolutely you know oh yeah so now imagine that kind of technology has been around and what it does is in haunted houses it uh, it monitors us, so to speak. Imagine like Earth is like a giant game preserve, mm-hmm. and where these things hide out, these these advanced drones, they hide out in haunted houses, places where nobody's around, because whatever they give off when they broadcast is mm-hmm. a type of radiation that is dangerous to organic matter. So okay. in a haunted house, and this helped me, like, dude, I used to I grew up in a house. Everyone's scared of ghosts. Everyone's everything. That's why I'm so fascinated. By it. That's why I'm into fear-based things. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me. You see, so, that's <laughs> us. If it yeah.
1: scares us, we got to know about it. And we got to know about it, right? Yeah.
3: Because I don't want to be. Afraid. I don't want my kids to spend the amount of time I've spent afraid. Yeah. You know, and if I can give that to them, I'm rad dad, right? Mm-hmm. So, what it is, is these things, these demons people think they're seeing, these Zach Baggins, like yelling. No, what it actually is, is it's trying to get you away. Z Dog. Yeah, the Z Dog. Sorry, the Z Dog. <laughs> and thank you for my nickname, by the way. Oh, it you're it welcome. was a huge help. It was a huge help. It
1: was <laughs> either going with, you know, making it a military strength, you know, sounding name <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or rolling into rocket propelled genitals. I wouldn't yeah. show sure which.
3: Well, it's role playing games, you know. Role playing games role-playing too. Games, yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. I used that as a pickup line back in the day. <laughs> but these things things, they, they move us away. So when you're actually being scared and you're seeing things, what it's doing is it's just messing with you enough to move you out of the space so that it can broadcast whatever it and is keep doing and it's, what doing. it's doing. But it's everywhere. It's in the woods. And I've been doing his experimentation in the woods because he's he's got the haunted houses. Mm-hmm. I'm the Bigfoot guy. Yep. And let me tell you, every time, I almost brought it in. I didn't know where we were going to, I almost brought it in to set it off in the studio with you because every time I've set it off, mm-hmm. stuff gets Weird. And really? Weird in the way we love, right? Yeah, yeah. Weird in the way. But anyway, long story short. We will wh- be having
1: you back in studio later date, and you already know that, so yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I was hoping, yep. I was hoping. Yep. I put out, so it's great. <laughs> 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 so, uh, anyway, yeah, Quantum Paranormal, Patrick Jackson, if you really... It, I'm not saying you trust me because you probably don't even know me at all yet, but, uh, but I'm telling you my gut speaks to it and a lot of other people and he's gaining momentum. He's meeting with minds You know what, let's minds stop now. right there for a
1: yeah. second. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you say that you hope that we trust you. All right. First off, <laughs> right. what did I tell you at the beginning of, of the, sh- before we even started the show that about my background with paranormal investigations? <laughs> I had somebody who introduced me on the show at one time wanting to introduce me as a paranormal expert. I said, do not call me an Mm-mm. expert. Yeah. I said, so I, how can I sit there and dictate what you're telling us is wrong when we don't even know?
0: Course. and, and you know, see and that's yeah.
1: that's the reason why you know that's the thing and you already know this man the paranormal field there are way too many egos that think that they know everything they're absolutely right no you're not yeah, it, yeah. you're going off of your opinion because you have no way to prove that you are absolutely right of course. so the anytime you tell somebody that well i'm a real investigator and they're not mm-hmm. you're just showing your ego so yeah,
2: yeah so I, there's no way i can sit there and say you're wrong no, but
1: i'm intrigued i want to check it out though
2: yeah no yeah. i want to know i mean if you're using this thing to make like
3: haunted houses shake and like kind of – Oh, it what, what what exactly does it do? So what it does is it creates a light signature, a light pattern, that, and it also – he has a ghost code attached to it now. So it's also sending out this audio mm-hmm. that would essentially be uh, – would attract this technology to go, what is this? This should not be here. And basically think it's dangerous, so then it activates to move you away, which is what we did in the Tatum house. And here's how nuts it got in the Tatum house, because my whole team basically thought it was BS. Mm-hmm. And and I'm over here saying trust the gut, and they're not believing me. I'm like, we all believe in bigfoot and ghosts. Like you're not believing me here. <laughs> See, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh like, my God, God, thank you. you know? Yeah, but but it's mentorship, right? Like yeah. that's the that's true education comes through mentorship. Yeah. And that's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for people to learn under. And this guy, I want to learn under him. And it, and if I find out it's all not true. Great, and I'll be the first Things, to admit it. So be it. it. You learned it. Yeah. So be it. So yeah. we set this thing up before we we're just testing it. We're not, you know, because we're filming. So we got to test and then prepare to film. Here's exactly what happened, and this is I couldn't. Twenty witnesses. Mm-hmm. So as we're testing it, the cattle that are all the way in the back fields through multiple gates that are locked burst through the gates and come and start coming. To the house, the goats break out of their pen, go, walk in a circle underneath the you know raised level houses because Florida we're all going to get flooded eventually
1: (laughs) uh, sooner or later
3: under the house directly underneath where we're setting it off and sit down and bed there. What? And really? And then they take the cattle. And now remember, here's the beauty. Once again, man, you never beat yourself up. We're so focused on we got to get these shots, we got to get these things. We're here to film that we're missing. Arguably, the greatest thing that happened because you're bullshit. locked into the moment. Because we're, we're we're not in the right moment though. We're in the other moment. Yeah, the yeah. The, the, the ego moment. they are in the ego moment instead of the real moment. Yep. They they put them back in the fields. They break out and come back. What, dude? And she knew she locked him after that. She knew she was. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy. And then it just kept getting weirder. And at one point, yeah, the whole house, which they've had multiple tour groups in there and stuff. Uh um, the whole house just shook and everyone was like, did you, was that an earthquake? Like, like what happened? And then the irony, what shows up that the one guy posted up outside, look and sees a foo fighter. So everywhere we set this thing off, they show up. They show up. They show up.
1: No, nice. and see, and here's the thing, okay, anybody who wants to listen to this program and sit there and say, he doesn't know what he's talking about, he's crazy and everything else, really, got a question for you, explain gravity,
0: mm-hmm.
1: nobody can yet, we we made up a term called Gravitron in order to use it for mathematical equations, because trust me, I actually know a lot about physics, so to see, you know, to explain these type of things, you know, and, and like dealing with black holes and so on and so forth and yada, yada, yada. But to ask an actual scientist exactly what is gravity, they couldn't tell you. All no. right? And so, like, with this situation, what yeah. you guys are doing, if anybody who wants to say, oh, well, th- that's that's not true, that it's not doing that, really?
2: Mm-hmm. Come them wrong. see. Come see. Come yeah. on. No, just prove, come on, prove them wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you
1: know, th- that's the reason why, man, that so many times, like, you know, for me and my background, like, with and, and Jesse, too, like, on a haunted investigation, somebody wants to come check it out. And I'm sure you guys had this too. Somebody wants you to come check out a Bigfoot sighting or something. Sure. They'll always start off with, you know, I know this sounds crazy, but, and it's like, dude, we we were out here investigating this. So who's crazier? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to put a little face somewhere. I, I like to make jokes. It's like we're chasing imaginary friends. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> friends we just haven't made yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're, we're looking for imaginary people out here. Like yeah. mm, we're doing this. Well, and, yeah. Any excuse for me to get in the woods, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, forest bathing. Yes, okay. yeah. it, it's we go camping a lot, and I grew up in North Carolina in the woods. Basically, I mean, anybody can ask. Anybody. Raised by wolves. <laughs> uh, my mom was hair Connor, so whatever. You know, <laughs> 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 not even kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, no, any excuse to get in the woods and everything, and. I forgot where I was going with that, so screw it. Um, (laughs) Anytime I bring up my mom, I blank, too. That's
1: what I love about you, Jesse. You're short but pointless.
2: Yes, that's exactly it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, anyway, moving on to some more stuff here, getting in more into the Bigfoot stuff. So, can we go ahead and talk about your film that I watched?
3: Yeah, which which one? Did you watch Skunk Cape Experiments, or did you watch Satonga, C-I-T-O-N-G-A, Bigfoot Spirits and Faith?
1: You sent me, hold on real quick. I forgot the title of it, but I got it right here, because I just clicked right onto it and started watching he it. You can
3: read, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I, it, <laughs> I know, oh, come on, man. You're going to ruin my reputation, man. <laughs> believe him. Believe him. The moment they find out I can read, my reputation's screwed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, He's not one of us. He's educated. Did you send that to me, or no?
1: Uh, yes, I did. I okay. sent to you like. Uh, right. My bad. He, actually, I'm just
2: ignorant then. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh.
1: So the one you sent me is it says Drumroll. Drum roll. Just says Sitanga final is what you sent me.
3: Yeah, yeah. So the Satanga final. So my my boy James the back baroast. Okay, he's. So he's a headhunter and and for tech companies and all that stuff mm-hmm. and he's taken that skill set and brought it into the paranormal world which this goes to something bigger like there's so much division in the world in general now you take Bigfoot and ghosts and aliens and everyone thinks everyone else is an idiot right <laughs> <laughs> which is just hilarious we can all take 10 minutes and laugh about that Oh absolutely but what if right What if all the tribes came together and worked together? How fast would we? It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Outcast Paranormal, which is our new group. That is what we encompass. We want to bring all the disciplines together. Everyone is equal. Everyone has something to add.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, And
3: this skill set of his to find people with talent, he uses to meet. The best people. I, I mean, like he—he he literally has contacts with everyone. And one of them is rez uh in, in uh, Nebraska on mm-hmm. the Macy Reservation. And uh, and it, oh, man, I've been on a lot of investigations, and and this was the most radical investigation. And in one weekend, it was like you know how you, you do it for years, and you get oh, yeah. little things here, little things there, and it keeps you going. Yep. This was one weekend with 20 years of research in one weekend. That—that's what it felt like to me.
1: Dude, the eyes! Oh my god! That that i would never whole, seen him before.
3: i would never seen him before. That Let's whole
1: start. yeah, that whole thing, man. Okay, uh, since you didn't get a chance to see it yet, yeah, I yeah, you're yeah, a yeah, Little jerk, Whatever. yeah,
2: <laughs> Mr. Short but pointless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You it's don't get okay. a nickname yet. He's
3: got a four-year-old. He's got a. He's that's got true. A well, you true. got
2: three kids. I, I really all right. Don't you're have a jerk, then. You're yeah. a jerk. There we go. I'll take it. I'll take the criticism. that's <laughs> cool. You'll Jesse, love it, by the way. So. Okay,
1: you got your new nickname. Jesse J stands for Jockstrap. All right. So.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say jerk. Yeah, you didn't have to go there. <laughs> I'm more creative than that. I
1: mean, come on. I mean, seriously, me? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, there's there's a scene like you know in in this film that he had sent me. You know, Sitanga. That mm-hmm. there are they're they're looking at these lights in the woods that there are not lights. They're actually eyes. And there's one point where one of them that was approximately, like, say, six feet tall that then stood up.
3: Oh, my God. And
2: yeah.
1: And went another six feet. At Jesus. Le- yeah.
3: Yeah. It could have been.
2: <laughs> you uh, know, like- but seriously, and see, this is what trips me out. When you're in the woods and a lot of people that grow up in cities and stuff kind of get really sketched out because when you come in contact with an actual wild animal, yeah. you see the intelligence in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And it freaks people out because you're used to domestic dogs. And I'm not saying like dogs are dumb and domesticated animals are dumb, but you're used to kind of seeing that like kind of bored. You're, you're boring. Domestication. You know? yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. When you see an actual predatory animal in the wild, they had that contemplation look.
2: Like, when am you... I going to eat you or are we friends or am yep. I going to run away? Exactly. Like, yeah.
3: But, but here's here's what was incredible, right? So the eyes would just be one thing, but th- he takes it to a spark called the Bigfoot Playground. The big, yep. and, and so, like I said, I've spent maybe more time than I should in the woods, but I would say no, it's the best ever. And literally, the woods lit up with lights. And the only way I can describe it, it was like... If, if people are familiar with Thomas Kincaid photos where he does this very beautiful soft lighting. So take Christmas lights and mm-hmm. spread them, mm-hmm. uh, like 90 degrees or more across the woods. And it's like a river of it that's blinking in and out, moving. And remember, there's, there's four of us standing there witnessing this. And, <laughs> and here's, here's the thing. You know, we said mentorship again. We come to learn your way. We are respectively coming yes. to learn your techniques. Yep. And their technique, which is fascinating, is through prayer. So they come out and they pray to the woods. And I never would have, you know, you just—you never would you thought have thought of that in a million years. No, yeah. and they did it. They pray and they're respectful. So we didn't have our cameras on. So we had to redo it, you know, with a little CGI effects. But, but I'm telling you, man, the, they lit up with lights, and I'm just standing there going, either I'm seeing the bottom of a mothership, which is somehow—I mean, it's—it's it's pretty thick wood, so yeah, it yeah. couldn't have been a mothership. Or the greatest hoax ever per, I mean, they would have had to have a hundred people out there holding lights, moving everything, which, you know, I don't know yeah. anyone that's that organized. And then among those lights, I'm watching these two pair of eyes, this kind of reddish orange and this blue, and they're moving through. And when they got to the other side where there was less, they stopped. And I'm just looking and I'm like, have I really seen eyes? And they rose up. And then I was, and then they were like, okay, we have to go. We've kind of overdone our time. This is their place. Yep. And I was just, now remember, this isn't, we had no lights on them. None. This was bioluminescence or mm-hmm. Foo Fighter technology, right? Where it can show you demonic eyes, it can show you a little ghost child. It, it can read something your something to
1: intimidate and scare you right out of the Whatever
3: scares you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Whatever scares you and that's why it's individualized. Anyway, and 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 we but it didn't scare us, right? Because here's the unique part about using prayer to do it. If you were brought up in any religious context at all, it naturally shields you. Yep. So, We felt safe. And I think that's a major part of it. Because think about this. If you guys are advanced tech, right, or advanced beings, and I'm here, and you can just tell I'm scared. Are you going to appear if you're nice, you know, and you don't, you, you know what I mean? No, because mm-hmm. you, you might even give me a heart attack. You yeah, might get the crap out of me. we would,
1: more, we would be more concerned about your Correct. natural well-being than our, our mm-hmm. own at that 100%. point. 100%. Yeah.
3: And so what I can say, standing in that moment, bathed in their prayer and respect, and once again, it's a sign of respect, which I think is another major thing you have to have when you do this, mm-hmm. um, they were able to reveal themselves to me. And that was so profound. Yeah. like So profound, because not to go too, I was brought up in, in organized religion, really. Strongly, so I moved as far away from it as I could. To each yeah. his own, but I did. And the amazing thing is, is it reminded me that that that's wrong. I need to take the best parts of it to, and move forward because there's good yeah. in everything. You know, mm-hmm. there's good. Absolutely. In everything. So.
1: You know that that's, that's the thing about religion is because well man's corruptible. So like you said, take the good parts.
3: Yeah, well it's know? it's not God or or Jesus or whoever. Exactly. It's it's us taking it yeah. and perverting it. Yeah. And so if you can if you can see through that, there is beauty and and obviously there's the keys to another kingdom there. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Pretty amazing. And, and the thing that I love too, and throughout the whole thing, was when it did come to the point in time in the film, and I don't, you know what, I don't want to give away too much. Ah, what? Is it cool? They're, yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay.
3: We're promoting it. Like, okay, guys, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Man, Why? you guys
1: have got to watch this. I swear to God, you got to yeah. watch it. All right, and the part that I loved is when all of a sudden now it became a combination between a, you know, for lack of a better term, a Bigfoot hunt
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a haunting all rolled in one. Because then they go to this house where this girl had been killed by these guys, Alright. and they believe that she possibly was haunting that location. But the more you guys were going into the investigation, the more that it seemed like that the Sitanga and whatever was there were actually communicating. Yes. And some of the evidence that they were capturing, insane.
3: Oh, it's insane. Like yeah. literally answered. Like, I don't know if you, you guys played around with the spirit box. Oh, yeah. But it's, yeah, it is to have it hit kind of like that. And, and I yeah. don't get unnerved. Like certain people have different skills. But I was standing at that one corner of the stairs and, and I felt it. And then to have me feel it, who doesn't really feel that kind of stuff. Everyone else feel it, and then somebody actually see an orb. The, Mm -hmm. the, uh, um, uh, Derek and Barry actually, or Barry actually saw a Satonga outside of the, the door, which we didn't see because we were walking out. Everything happened in that corner, and you know, we leave it with, was that where she was murdered? Which we don't know. And that's where the investigation can be carried on by somebody else. Yep. Which is the beauty of it because, I don't care who figures it out first, and if I help you get there, amen, you know? Amen.
1: Work in progress.
3: Work in progress. And that's the beauty. The journey, right? The journey is the best part.
1: Dude, it's insane. You seriously got to watch it, man. Yeah. I I mean, it's not that long either. It was like an hour and 15 minutes. 70 minutes is like the sweet spot.
3: So you want that. And dude, my buddy James, like he gets physically touched over and over to the point where he's he's like all right take it i'm freaked (laughs) and he wanted it to happen then he's like i don't want it to happen i don't want it to happen okay
1: let me ask you this all right so of course i know you've done a lot of events and stuff you know because of you know finding bigfoot and all that yeah um (laughs) how do people come up to you and describe you to yourself as an investigator like have you ever had somebody go oh you remind me of blah blah blah
3: no, really. No, I mean, they just ask, they just either you're crazy or I, I just love your energy. I mean, really. Cause I just, I try to stay positive through it and just, oh, yeah. and lift yeah. everyone up, make everyone, but no, why? You, you go ahead. You could probably describe me and.
1: Oh, for me, I would say you kind of remind me of a mix between, if you took like, say, Steve Gonzalez, all right, from Ghost Hunters, took him, hmm. you know, with the, the intelligence side that you have and everything, right? And then combined it with like, more of a comedic approach because when I was watching the videos you are like me and Jesse you're very quick-witted very quick on the mouth I've had people tell me that when I'm doing an investigation they remind me of Sean Spencer from Psych
3: Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, they're
1: like, you're very, very super observant. You can tell you're really smart, but you are such a smartass. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to hold so, back. I hold back because yeah, yeah. I don't want
3: to ruin the moment for everyone else. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I
1: also want to miss the moment by being like witty. And I was going to say, and watching you do, you know, when you were doing these investigations and listening to comments coming out of your mouth, dude, I was dying. <laughs> I was like, this guy is entertaining, <laughs> but he's actually smart. I was like, I got to investigate with him sometime.
3: Ah, it's on. Yeah. Boys, and, and I will bring... The Beast, which is what Patrick Jackson has named this thing, and we will set it off, and you will have your own experience. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, it's
1: going to be fun. Dude, I am so looking forward to being able to hang out with you. I mean, I know we can't hang out the whole time, you know, at the conference, but it's going to be cool, like, you know, hanging out with you there a little bit. Um, we know that you're emceeing the event.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: for us, we're going to be broadcasting our show from there. You know, yeah. we're going to be pulling people on with us. You know, to, to interview them on air and such. Uh, we have a couple of things that we're bringing with us. We have a bigfoot cast that we're bringing. Uh, we yep. have, <laughs> yep, we have a like seven foot big, uh, some like a seven eight foot uh, bigfoot statue that we're bringing Ooh. too, for people to take photographs with and all that.
3: Awesome! They love that. Yeah, yeah,
1: we got a lot going on. So. But, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to, like, us doing some other stuff together down the line, too. I don't care if it's, like, you know.
2: I don't care if it's drinking or just hanging out exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Like, just barbecue or whatever. Well, I mean, yeah. we don't live that far apart. I mean. We'll talk about exactly where we live off air. Off <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I have a tendency We're to – We're too like, big time.
3: People will show up in the well,
2: yard. Well, no, I I don't want to accidentally dock somebody or accidentally tell people how to steal cars because I've almost done that too. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, we almost explained to people how to steal a car on air. So yeah. well,
3: No, but you know what I want – I would love to do with you guys because I, Bigfoot, love Bigfoot, love ghosts, love aliens. Yeah. But what do I secretly love more than anything? Sea serpents, the ocean. It's huge Dude, and deep. I'm yes. sitting here with two boat captains. Like, yeah, please, yeah. Dude, please take so me. So
2: we worked on a. Uh, I, well, I worked on a.
1: Um, wait, wait, wait. Remind me to talk about uh, to you about something private off air that he would be a great fit for Roger. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um. So worked on a um supply boat out in the oil field. Um. And we had an ROV, a remote operated vehicle, oh. that used to go down and look at the wellheads. Awesome. There's some stuff down there. I mean, the the size of those pipes are massive. Yeah. That pump oil to the shore and everything, but there was one dude. He saw a spider crab, which you know, a little. Yeah. Looks like a spider. I wish we need video for that. <laughs> 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 you just need the sound effect. I was, but <laughs> right
1: this, now people are totally getting
2: it in their heads what it looks like. Yeah, because well, he went, so. this spider crab literally was standing over the pipe, legs t- touching on another side. I mean, it was massive. And then there was some other weird thing we saw down there that still don't know what it is. <sighs> you know, they like recording, like screen captured the video and everything. I mean. There's so much stuff down there.
3: Like, I'm obsessed with it. Obsessed.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Uh, we're in the same boat because, yeah, it's it's too deep. There's so many spaces. And, okay, so, great. We're into all this. We've got the Kardashians. We've got Game of Thrones. Why is nobody fascinated with why we are not exploring the bottom of the ocean? Why are the oceans yeah. just – who cares? They had, they had a show in the 90s, Sequest. SeaQuest. And, yeah. they, and they were literally –
2: that's the last – We know more about space than we do the oceans. Oh, absolutely. I mean, mean, like,
1: prime example. You mean mean the
3: firmament?
2: Yes. (laughs) I mean, right
1: now, there's, like, an estimated, what, about maybe... Four trillion dollars worth of gold and, and diamonds and everything else on the bottom of the ocean right now. Well that's Probably. how we do it.
3: We start with a treasure hunt, but we're really there for the beasts of the deep.
1: But it's awfully funny that a lot of people had gone out treasure hunting in the past and everything, this before cell phones, video, the whole nine yards yep. have disappeared while out there going to these deep Don't. depths to find out Don't.
3: you know, to find this stuff. And, and, and it's not even okay so it's not even the ocean let's just take ponds lakes. and lakes okay, yeah absolutely we're, we were on Finding Bigfoot and we were doing an episode in Louisiana near Zwally Louisiana mm-hmm. and we meet this guy who is a diver that fixes the dams out there and he tells a story <laughs> about going down to the bottom and this is a place where it, you know if you guys know a little bit about fish like if the water's warm enough like take large water uh, largemouth bass they'll keep growing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and certain things and then don't even get me going on eels which I think is pretty much what no. everyone Seeing right I hate eels uh, but, but they are, <laughs> they, are uh, they are amazing, but that 's another whole thing, anyway, this guy goes down. And he's down there, and he's he's working on the bottom of the dam, and he sees a giant log that he's like, oh, we got to come down and remove that log eventually. And the log keeps getting closer. And this is a <laughs> six-foot-two big dude, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it keeps getting closer. And then he finally realized it was a catfish, which if you talk to any professionals, mm-hmm. trust your gut, people, trust your gut, they will tell you they cannot grow that big. And he said, I will never, he quit. He said, I will never go back down and do that because mm-hmm. that thing would have swallowed me effortlessly. It was a whale. Myaka. It was basically a
1: whale. Mayaka, Mayaka River. They had, I have watched them before when I was out there fishing. Yeah. They had a guy that was, uh, you know, doing the the deep, you know, fishing in the, in the river and everything for the, the bigger catfish, right? Yep. They literally hooked this catfish that they had used a winch on his truck to pull it out of the water. Wow. This thing was like at least probably, I would say, seven, eight feet long. And weighing in excess of at least 800 pounds. I mean, it's like almost the size of a manatee.
2: Yeah. Thing you so had the stories of this everywhere. Oh, absolutely. like Where I grew up, mm-hmm. um, supposedly a school bus went off a bridge or whatever, and they saw catfish down there the size of Volkswagens. Volkswagen. And everything. Yep. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. Was, they're everywhere. I mean, yep. hell, they made a show about it, Uh
3: River Monsters.
2: Yeah. But why
3: he, didn't they ever catch the ones right yeah. that's why i think uh we have to do it ourselves people because there is a monitoring system over they're never going to show us the true giants i'm sorry it's giants true. of this world are all buried and hidden we'd have to do it
2: independent i mean uh, yeah. and him and i were talking about this earlier like independent media and independent like shows and stuff is kind of where things are going yep. because everybody kind of feels like I guess legacy media is the way they're terming it now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, legacy TV. media. They, they, they TV lot is lot filtering everything. Yeah, yes. they, they because they
1: have a lot more creative freedoms for one. Like prime example, you know, it's just what I do. It, let's say you pitch a te- uh, and for people out there listening. If you're interested in pitching your own television show, you know, for whatever it is, ghost hunting, bigfoot hunting, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you pitch that show and they decide to pick it up, you no longer own that show. All right. It may have been your creation, but you no longer own it. The network owns it. You mm-hmm. were entitled as an executive producer of that show, yep. you know, and you may have a little bit of creative control, but they're going to own about 60 at least minimum of 60% where they keep, they keep control of
3: it. And they don't pay as well as you think they do. Dude, all <laughs> yeah. the
1: money is made on the back end when you're doing like the the events and all that stuff. That's where the money gets made.
3: Yep. Yeah. And that's but, how they court you. They say we're going to make you famous. Yes. That's where you'll get paid. But most shows just so people know, if you even get a season on air, that's epic. That's oh, yeah. rare. Yeah, You know, so for a show to really hit, it's like anything. It's like becoming a professional athlete. You know, yeah. you have to be, you have to win the genetic lottery or come from a lineage of greats. This is the for same, the most part.
1: The the same thing. Like when I had to talk with a uh, a couple of other people about projects that I'll talk to you about off air, <laughs> um, the things that we were, were working on when this individual listened to what I had to say, they were like, These will be hits because you're approaching it the right way. You're looking at it from a marketing strategy, you know, strategy and standpoint, you know, that will keep it repetitive, that will make it grow. So, and that's the point. Honestly, it's like any type of show you want to come up with, and I don't care if it's not even a reality show, you're just coming up with a new, you know, I don't know, the new true blood, you know, TV show. You know, you got to have a marketing plan behind it as well as much as the actual creative of creativity of what you're building. You got to have a, a full rounded circle of it. Mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about it off air, but anyways, I'm going to get into it right <laughs> now. People so. are
3: like, what is this show about if they're not going to talk? <laughs> if you've
2: never been here before, we bounce around. We're like semi-paranormal. So we're, we're paranormal based. And yeah. paranoid. We don't talk about the things we do correctly. Exactly. So. Exactly. We're waiting for the FBI to bust in the door any minute and then, uh.
3: Well, then go. we know we're right. Then we know we're hitting it. So they can't. Cause Dude. if they do, it's Oh, really, you're right. They can't touch us. Bro,
1: yes. I swear to God, if we were in the middle of the, of the, like, say what you're talking about, right? Yeah. You know, with the whole thing with the, you know, with alien beings being involved, the whole nine yards, yeah. right? Let's say that you guys were absolutely 100% correct in the fact that there are these beings you know for lack of a better term mm-hmm. that are like you said scaring us away and all that and, yeah. and all these things are combined right and let's just say you were right and the government knew about it yeah fbi crashes through the door because you just happen to say that i swear to god i would on air turn and look at you and go <laughs> you nailed it <laughs> <laughs> i'll gladly put the cuffs on because i can say hey we broke that story
0: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah yep, absolutely i i got so i got a dumb question and no dumb questions um, no such thing Still, kind of no. He comes up with some dumb ones. It. Shut up! Nobody likes you. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, the truth. So you were saying the um, the entities, for lack of a better way to put it, okay, they may produce something that is harmful to organic matter. Yes. When they communicate. Yes. Do you think there is something that we can use to pick up on that, or?
3: Well, that's what his device does. So, yeah. so to geek out for a sec, right? Yeah, hit me. So these Foo Fighters, these, these advanced drones, to put, mm-hmm. you know, in layman's terms, when they come in, uh, they get up, they give off a static charge. And that static charge can be picked up by a periscope, 360 periscope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, the, the device itself comes with that built in. So when it comes to investigate, the lights will go off picking up on the static electricity. You know, and, yeah. and and if you just you don't have to deep dive, but get into quantum tunneling and things that we are aware of now yep. that the government has probably already been doing for sixty years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not it's only advanced tech to us at the commercial level, not at the government and the military yeah. level. And so it's just real, man. It's 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 out there, and we're and we're running into it in the woods. Like, why are people going out looking for Bigfoot, but constantly seeing lights and spheres in the woods? I'm telling you, it blew my mind, and. and even my friends are not ready to get fully on board yet, but it's there. And why do we keep running into it, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, talk about staying safe, keeping the FBI away. I think it's really simple. It's respect on all levels, right? Yeah. I just want to know the truth. And if honestly I get so close that I get so big that they just have to come to me and say, Hey, you like your family, right? And I'll be like, ah, I love my family. Thank <laughs> you. You know? <laughs> I'm fine, but that'll give me the proof. Then I'll that know. I'll weird. know it's true. No, yeah, that was Men in Black. Okay, I just want to touch their face. Are they cold and clammy? Are, like, are, like, who are you? You know? Would you like some milk? Yeah, but respect. And, and for those of you that uh, that are interested in Bigfoot you know skunk apes whatever and you want a genuine experience i will give you once again the wisdom that i was given from mentors so on finding bigfoot going to all of these uh um, reservations and whatnot um you know the the elders would tell us they're like if you truly want to interact you have to have respect and that's something we don't really carry with us when we go in the woods we go in stinking smelling thinking we're going to capture it on a camera yeah dude we are so loud and ugly and obnoxious like everything's going to stay away. But what you do is you set your intention. So whether you believe in prayer, mind speak, telepathy, whatever you want to call it that makes you feel good, um, reach out. Look at a map. Say, I'm going here. And reach out to them. Tell them you are coming. And it doesn't even matter if you don't believe in that. Do it. And Mm -hmm. then when you get to the area, let them know you're there and leave an offering. You see, you read all these ancient texts, you watch movies, even like King Kong leaving a sacrifice. But it's all based in something and it's based in respect. And you say, here, here is an offering. I'm going to be in. Your house hanging out in your house, and while I'm here, thank you. And then, if you do that, when I started doing that, I'm finding Bigfoot. All of a sudden, this the fringe opened up, and I would start having experiences. and, And I was like, Wow, is it that simple? And when I'm telling everyone. It's that simple. Do not overcomplicate life. Be respectful and go out and try, and it will begin to happen. Now, you also have to have a little bit of luck. You have to be in the right area. It's not like, oh, yeah. you know, it's millions of them living right there in Mayaka. Yeah. But do a little research. Find out about when people are having all these sightings and go in that time frame. It's not hard, people. Keep yeah. it simple, and you will have experiences. And I'll just tell you, when it happens, though, you're going to find out if you want those experiences or not. Because <laughs> bring your bring extra underwear, like I said. I got two things for you. One, what type of offerings do you normally bring? Uh for me, um, from the Klamath tribe, Norma Jean, my home girl there, uh she gave me a package and it's it's Native American, so it's uh tobacco mixed with some sage. Um, and <laughs> But it, remember, simple. It doesn't have to be the special thing that I got on an adventure. Mm-hmm. You know when you walk through the woods and you find a rock and it speaks to you. Yes. And then you just keep that rock for years. Mm-hmm. And, and it, yeah. it's it's important enough to you. They know that. I don't know how they know that. Maybe they know it because they can see your heart. They can see who you are. They see the attachment. Yes. Yep. And you and maybe there isn't it. Maybe there's an energy attachment like these things that you're saying. Yep. The skittles, you know, yep. they're attached with negative energy. Yep. Maybe good energy attaches too. You leave that. That's beautiful. That works.
2: All right. Two. Do you think um, Bigfoot, skump, skunk egg, all, skunk ape, <laughs> and all that? Do you feel like they're more nomadic because
3: people see them in different spots at different times of the year? Or I, I believe they have their spots like us and spots that they love that are just beautiful to them where their mm. family meets. But yeah, absolutely, you. One of the ways, without going too crazy in it, that they've trapped us, you know, mankind, is by fixing us to points. We are meant to be nomadic. When I travel, I'm a better version of myself. I have to be because I have to survive, right? Yeah. So moving is important and and not just because physically life is in the blood. Bram Stoker said you've got to keep your blood moving to stay healthy, but it also keeps the relations up so that you have this web of connection with other beings out there. And it, it, like, how do we learn? Like, I'm learning from you guys now like the show's awesome guys i'm, I'm so Max, appreciate that you're it. out there and you know it's awesome but but i would never know that unless i traveled right yeah, yeah absolutely i had to drive an hour and a half and sweat my back and body <laughs> off <laughs> i'm sweating now to get here but it was you know
1: but you know what the one thing that, that i like about what you're bringing to the table is is the talk of respect whenever you're out there and doing these things and here's why all right me and Jesse, you know, which you already know, very deep nautical backgrounds, you know, from from military to, you know, boat captains, the whole nine yards. Only you know,
3: fans, millionaires, yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, working with uh, Clearwater Marine Aquarium, working with the animals and everything else, you know, we're, we're all about conservation, stuff like that. And that includes even when we're out in the woods, not just water, but even in the woods, our environment, awesome. okay? So with that being said, I, I look at it like this. If you're going out there to, like you were saying, you were bringing along, you know, some type of a, uh, a, 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 a for lack of a better term, a sentimental gift. You know to give over to them in order to be able to you know communicate or even just be able to see them regardless you know make contact
0: mm-hmm.
1: Think of it like this if you're flying and traveling around the country like you said always traveling you always are on your best behavior when you're going to these new locales because mm-hmm. you don't want to give people a bad you know thought of you yeah same thing when you're out there in the woods and you're doing these things or you're doing a haunted investigation like I've told people think about this if you were dead and you were a haunting a location would you want somebody coming in and yelling at you
3: yeah you no. that i don't want anyone yelling i'd be like look except do my look, kids apparently
1: yeah i'd be like look do i come to your job at mcdonald's and throw rocks at you you know what i mean come on leave me alone some yeah. people do <laughs> this is true some people do. Yeah. yeah 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 i saint it i saint it um I actually, we're getting ready to wrap up the show here. So I no, want to jump sucks. in.
2: We need like a three-hour show for definitely that definitely need like another hour. I, I, I feel I feel kind of messed up because like you did drive an hour and a half to get come here for an hour show. And we really appreciate it. And we it. do appreciate oh, of it. Of course, yeah. man. But Anything like, for the cause.
3: Dang it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great Florida Bigfoot Conference. Show up. You will hear more of this from all of us here. Yeah, Absolutely. So we will continue it there in my opinion.
1: And also, too, I want to give a quick shout-out to two people real quick. One, Kim Rutherford, all right? She's uh, me and Jesse's manager. Uh, she's the one who helped, you know, hook us up with you, you know, and also got us hooked up with the Bigfoot Conference. She does a lot for us. You know, she's got a lot of booking she's working on, other projects she's working on. She's actually got another cool thing that she's working on, and hopefully we'll get to announce that for her and in the near a, future. And she's such
2: a good soul. Like, last weekend, we hung out at, like, Bush Gardens and stuff. And uh, she's our babysitter. Yeah, she's... <laughs> Great
0: human
1: being, great yeah. human. Yeah, man. great human being. Um, very, very smart. But she does; she manages us, you know. And in return, like when she's doing things, we we reverse it; we're managing her. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So I definitely want to give a shout out to her for and thanking her for this. And Nikki from the Bigfoot Conference, you yep. know, for also recommending having you on our show with us because, dude, uh, we've loved having you on so far. Oh, as, thanks, as, guys. yeah, it's been cool meeting you yep. and getting to talk with you, getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely looking forward to more future shows, doing some stuff with you. Um, right now, though, I want you to give a quick shout out. For every you know anybody you want to give a shout out to, you know. Matter of fact, you're, you said your brother has a podcast show, right? Yeah. Yep. Go for it. Tell, tell all of us information. We don't care. We're oh, a radio show. Geez, the,
3: the download. This is the only part that, I, that, that gets hot. But, uh, Josh, I love you, man. Uh, Monster Brothers, like I said, I just watched it, and it was <laughs> – I watched we, it. I was dying, I dude. just watched it again. We, we were so yeah. talented, and, and we can never let anyone ever tell us again that we're not worthy. And that goes to everyone. If you find something and you are passionate about it, you stick to it. And the worst person that's going to be against you is yourself, and you just keep charging. Stacey Brown, Jr., Thank you for being the engine that's driving us forward. James the Back Bros, thank you for getting us into these amazing places. Uh you know, Nikki and Martin, thank you for giving taking a chance on, on a guy that got booted off the TV, but you said, No, I'm gonna put you on. I love you guys. You're like family, I wish I could spend more time with you, my mom, you know, just the entire outcast paranormal crew. Guys, we're on to something and we're really going for it. And as long as we don't stop we will someday be as successful as these two wonderful knuckleheads I'm sitting across from right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, carte blanche, man, sh- uh, share your brother's info where everybody can go check out a show. We yeah. we don't have a problem like with the sharing of other shows stuff like that. Yeah. We recommend people all the time. Yeah. So where can they find your your brothers? podcast show.
3: Oh, it's just called Cosmic Cantina on all platforms where you can get podcasts. You mm-hmm. can find Cosmic Cantina. And then, oh, my last thing too, the films, if you're interested in some of the film work we're doing, and we're doing cutting edge stuff, and oh, we're, tra- definitely. we're trying to create yeah. new flavors within the space. And trust me, everyone is doing such a wonderful job, but Satonga, C I T O N G A, um, Bigfoot, Spirits and Faith. And that's why, cause they couldn't tell, am we talking to Bigfoot or Spirits? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's in there. That movie, it's phenomenal. No one's doing prayer-based stuff in, in their approach. And then also, uh, the Skunk Ape Experiments part one is out. That is also out on Amazon. And we've taken the graphic novel approach because right now people love comics so much. And so mm-hmm. we're trying to break into that ki- kind of a weird angle to come in there. Part two and three are coming out soon. Mind-blowing stuff as well. Stuff that we've talked about. Yep. Using the beast in the house, shaking animals coming that uh is just so cool man. profound stuff so thank you for anyone out there that's willing to give us a shot and if anyone has is cohabitating presently and has heard some truth in my voice i would love to talk to you i would love to meet you
1: absolutely so where can people find all of your social media everything else
3: uh, outcast paranormal official um, you know basically facebook instagram tiktok all of that it, no yep. problem outcast um, but it's it's hard to find us Our voice is growing uh, Matt, you're doing a great job On the social media side You're killing it uh, Josh, Joey Josh is the best Bigfoot in the business Joey, you're the best filmmaker in the business So like Listen, and I'm sorry if I missed anyone You know, these guys They make me real nervous So I, like, I'm <laughs> over here shaking but, uh, but I love everyone And uh, together we will find the truth
1: You know, it was funny Like when you first got here And you walked in You were kind of like Oh, it's a real radio station <laughs> <laughs> It's not fake I, We're not in the basement It's like, no, it's not fake It's a real radio station
3: <laughs> yeah you guys are rad man and your passion yeah. that opening monologue was awesome it was the hysterical I the, the you know worst I was...
1: part is is that stuff is off the top of my head it really is like i like everything that we do with this show i mean don't get me wrong we'll take a topic and we'll lay it out like okay we want to at least talk about this 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 and this yeah but all the information in between it's yeah. all ad-libbed there there's nothing scripted about our show
3: that's yeah. why we are brothers
1: yeah Improv exactly. is
3: the truest source. Exactly.
1: So. Dude, you were cracking us up as soon as you got out, you know, yeah, your vehicle and everything, out of lot. And, and literally, like, when like you had walked away to to go, like, I think you went to go pee or you were stealing something out of the fridge. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, But you came, you know, you went back this way, and I looked at Jesse, and I was like, yeah, he fits in with us, dude.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come back anytime, anywhere. <laughs> well, hell, we'll come to you next time. How about that? We, we'll we, we'll, yeah, we'll we live make a Barbecue the
3: at this. I cohabitate. We had a sighting on my property. My girl saw it. What? We moved in over the summer. You can come out on the exact date. Ch- really? Check this out, right? Uh, July 7th, 7-7 uh-huh. at 7 o'clock in the evening, it happened. What? No lie. Really? That's all. I'll, I'll
1: leave you with that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You, you ready to cut out, out of the show right now? All right. do so I'll just make sure you're... Do what you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, go I ahead. got you. Yeah, well, okay. We're going to cut out. what I do. Because, yeah, we're going to cut out. Get off my back.
2: <laughs> Get off my front no <laughs> should
1: wish. I leave you two alone <laughs> <laughs> only if I can beat the big spoon <laughs> alright so anyways make sure you check us out on all podcast platforms too which is Paraprobe P-A-R-A-P-R-O-B-E Paraprobe all one word we're on everything iHeartRadio Pandora Spotify uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, we're everywhere. Make sure you check us out on all social media platforms. Just type in Paraprobe, you'll find us. It's not that hard. Uh, look for Chance Hancock, Jesse L, that's E L L, and uh, look for us, Friend Us, and everything too. We talk to everybody who talks to us, man. I get messages from people all the time, I respond back to them. We don't have egos. We, we have egos in a fun way, not in a bad way, so. Anyways, make sure you tune in again next week. We have more coming up. And make sure, like uh, you were just listening to you know, RPG, make sure you come out there to the Bigfoot Conference on April 22nd at the World Equestrian Center. And it's out there in Ocala, Florida. And you'll be able to meet us. We'll be broadcasting our show from out there, too.
2: And you can find that at BigfootFL.com.
1: Yes, BigfootFL.com. You can go get your tickets. And they made the tickets cheap, too, which is great. Yeah. You know, where people can actually go. So check it out. And we'll see you next weekend.
2: back bye